friends, and welcome to a little bonus episode of Middle Ground. I'm Joe, And I'm Caroline. And we thought that we'd release something where you could actually hear me this week because, you know, my mic has been real shady. We think we've fixed it. <laughs> I've spent one week recording in it backwards, one week talking into a mic that apparently was muted. We don't really know what happened, <laughs> but... Yeah. You know, you guys are along for the ride as we learn all things audio, huh? Yeah. One day we're going to move out of this closet into our office, our furniture. That's my grounding moment. I'm just skipping straight into grounding moments. (laughs) My grounding moment is we have been waiting. So Caroline and I got an office for the podcast so that we could record the podcast there in August. Mm Mm-hmm. August. It's November. (laughs) And we are still in the closet. (laughs) And we're still in the closet because... None of our furniture came in because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Everything was way behind. But the rug is sitting in my entryway. Love it. The rug pad is sitting in my entryway. And the table is going to be out for delivery this weekend. And so hopefully we only have one or two more episodes in the closet. And we're going to move our whole setup to the office. Woohoo. Which is going to be so exciting. Yeah, very, very happy about that. But um, our chairs still aren't in. I know. They may never... Oh, my goodness. I have the hiccups. That's going to be entertaining <laughs> for the best. Um, our chairs may never come in. Every time we check, they're like, no, still later. Yeah. So they're just like, sorry about it. We can't ship to you. We're like... I'm like, are you chairs. making the chair anymore? Like, you know. have you stopped producing furniture? I don't know. The supply issues with COVID, man. Have you read about all the different supply issues? Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. Talk about something to get your head turning. Like, (laughs) aluminum. Like, there's no aluminum. There's a giant aluminum shortage. So, like, that's why you can't find anything in cans. My dogs are barking because that just makes sense. (laughs) That's the day it is. Um, Read into the shortage of things. There's, like, all kinds of stuff that they can't produce right now there's a huge refrigerator shortage oh there is yes so like it's really hard (laughs) to find a refrigerator right now or like get it in time like you order it and it's gonna be like the delay is yeah yeah is that not forever (laughs) who knew i did not know that what's your grounding moment caroline so um yesterday my boyfriend was like let's go on a date night like we haven't done that in a long time and he was like, I'll surprise you with it. I was like, okay. And then we show up and we go to Top Golf. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So it was been. really, what? I've never been. I hadn't been either. He had. But um, so we go and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I've played golf in high school and Chris knows that. So Chris thought I was good. <laughs> and I'm like, what so we show up and I'm like missing the ball missing the ball like laughing at myself and he's like Caroline like you have to try I was like Christopher I am trying like this is me trying he's like I thought you were on the golf team I was like yeah like that doesn't mean anything I I was on the golf team but the thing was I didn't try out for the golf team like I knew the coach and I just needed a PE credit or I guess physical credit and he like put me on the team like I didn't try out I wouldn't have made it if I would have tried out and he was so confused. He was like, oh, my God, I thought this was going to be, like, a fun, like, really competitive, like, date night. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I disappointed you. That's but, hilarious. But it ended up being fine. Like, it was really fun. And it was just silly how he thought. Like, I was, like, 
Tiger Woods or something. I'm like, okay, sorry, Chris. I disappointed you. That's incredible. But yeah, that was my grinding moment. You guys could do a swimming date. That would be competitive. Oh, yeah. So competitive. We both swam. Yeah. I don't know why he thought I was good. I was like, what? I've never told you I was good at golfing. Well, whenever you said that he pulled into Top Golf, I was laughing because I was like thinking, oh no, Caroline like hates golf mm-hmm. more than anything in the entire world. I know. It, it was fine. It was fun. I want to go sometime. Yeah, it's good. How are and the COVID precautions? They're pretty good. They have plastic in between each person or each like group, I guess. They're really spaced out and it's outside and I felt pretty safe the whole time. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Today, we're going to kind of continue our Big Sister episode, hit some questions that we didn't get to finish last time. And so, Caroline, do you want to go ahead and start us off? Sure. This was a... Someone sent this in to our email. It says, my question is, how can I help a friend who has such low self-confidence? She's always been so harsh about her body and appearance, despite how beautiful she is. I've tried everything I can think of, but nothing helps. It's so upsetting for me to have to hear her talk about herself that way, and I just want to be able to do or say something that will give her confidence. Help. This is the worst possible question to ask you or I, I think. I know. I wanted to start with it, though. Um, I know. Like, you can ask me pretty much any question. I'm like, oh, I have advice for this. But this is something I really struggle with. Yeah, and so do I. Um, Because I insecurity and feeling bad about yourself is such a inner battle. There's not really, in my opinion, anything someone else can say to mend that brokenness in you. And so that person has to make the decision for themselves that I want to love me. I want to put those pieces back together. And it's not as simple as just making that decision and, like, now I'm good. Right. Uh, It's a really complicated, tough thing. And so I I don't know. I really struggle with this. I I have some friends that, you know, they really struggle with their value and their appearance. And it's hard for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't have any advice. I just... You, all you can do is be nice and hopefully you can manifest for them to love themselves and figure themselves out. But like Joe said, you can't help. There's only so much you can do. And in their head right now, they're not ever going to get there unless they put in the work. And it's not about you. You have to kind of let go the idea that, like, I think a lot of people get resentful toward people who are struggling with insecurity because they're like, oh, they just want me to compliment them. They just want me to, right. you know, they're saying this. And that's not it. They're, they, they're having an internal battle that's hard. Mm-hmm. That is a, a very hard, hard struggle and battle to figure out how to love who you are, how to love how you look, um, especially in our culture and the pressures that are involved with growing up, I think, in America. I'm sure that it's other places, too. I'm not saying that it's exclusive to us by any means, but our culture is just kind of shitty whenever it comes to women. And um, you can't you can't be confident because then you're arrogant, you know, and you can't be insecure because then you're insecure. Right. (laughs) You You know, it's like this never ending cycle. And so the best thing you can do is be kind and realize that what they're battling isn't about you. Um, And so the best thing you can do is be a good example of what it's like to be confident. 
and um, be a listening ear when they need it. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't much help, but... (laughs) I don't know if it was much help at all. I don't know. For me, like, I, I went through a long season of extreme insecurity, and for me, it wasn't friends that... It wasn't anything anyone else said that pulled me out of it. It right. was like one day I woke up and was like, oh, I'm making myself miserable. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to wake up and be hotter. Yeah. It doesn't matter how doesn't much I work like out, that. how much, like, you know, I can be healthier, but this is what I look mm-hmm. like. This is my package. Sorry. And I had hot friends. Fun fact about me, <laughs> I hang out with, in my opinion, I'm sure everybody feels this way, but I have some insanely beautiful friends, like, that are much, and I don't mean this as an insult to myself at all, but that are much more attractive than me. Mm-hmm. They just are. And right. that's okay. I'm not offended by it. But I had to, like, break down some internal things to be like, okay, you're not as hot as them. Whatever. Like, they're great yeah. people. Move on. They take care of you. <laughs> they they love you. Right. They don't care that they're hotter than you. Mm-hmm. They may not even think they're hotter than you, but they are. (laughs) You know it's true. Think about it. Colleen Dealey, man. Mm -hmm. Lexi Baden. Mm -hmm. Brittany Teague. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Pretty girls. Pretty girls. And they're all nice. Yeah, pretty attitudes, too. It's crap. (laughs) Like, if you're going to be hot, at least be mean to me so I can think that you're unhappy or something. That's not nice. I shouldn't wish that upon people. Okay, next question we got was, do you think a two-year engagement is too long? Does it matter? I mean, I was engaged for almost two years. I don't think it matters. I think whatever's right for you. Two months, two years, you do you, boo. Yeah. We do not care. No. Somebody asked in my question box, sex on the first or second date, am I a bad person? No, you're not a bad person. No. You're not a bad person. I don't care. (laughs) We're very, like, go with the flow. Like, we don't care. I don't believe in rules. Yeah. I believe, like, in your own timeline. Yeah. You yourself are, like, on your own timeline. If you associate yourself with, like, really strong Christian values and you don't believe in sex before marriage, yeah, probably don't do that. Mm -hmm. Because that's probably going to hurt your heart. Right. So don't do that. I don't recommend it. That's not where your values lie, and that's okay with your moral compass. Great. I support you. Right. <laughs> you just have to decide, like, what's right for you. Yeah. I, I don't think the outside world gets to decide when you should kiss someone, when you should sleep with someone, yeah, when you should. I think you get to decide those things for yourself. Right. It's your life, and you're in control. I would say that if you're making the choice to sleep with somebody... Just make sure that you're mentally in a healthy place with it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Someone asked, how do I talk to a cute guy who knows who I am, but we don't have any classes? Talk to him. Figure out how to talk to him. If there is a human that you're like, that human is cute, and I like that human being, talk to him. <laughs> like, any- hunt him down in the hallway. Hunt him down in the hallway. No, like, there are all kinds of... Social things, I feel like, in school. Right. Lunch. Whether it be, yeah, lunch, football games. Right. I guess not right now because COVID. Yeah. I didn't think about that. 
I don't know. You have the oh, internet. online school. That's kind of hard, too. What? Because, like, everyone's online right now for the oh, most part. Yeah, that is hard. So, Maybe but she didn't clarify. Maybe slide DMs at that point. Yeah. You have to go for it. Yeah. If you like him and you think it's going to be, like, good and good for you and him, then go for Try it. Try it. And then if the human doesn't like you, they're lost. Right. Next human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're more fish in the sea. I don't know. That's my thing. It's like, you might as well go for it. And then, like, there's so many people. So many. I like, always thought about that when I dated people. I'm like... There are so many people in the world. Right. Like, there are people, like, keep this in mind, who completely trash their reputation in, like, a whole state and then just move and nobody knows anything about any of that. Right. And then they just, like, exist in a new state with a new <laughs> reputation. Right. And you, too, could do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you can do whatever you want and just move. Mm-hmm. Start over. Right. That's what I did. Yeah. I I didn't move very far, but I was in Missouri, and people who grew up with me, I was, like, one way. Not that I had a – I don't think I had a bad reputation mm-hmm. by any means, but I was, like, very insecure and very um, – I don't know. Just, like, I didn't really leave a mark at all. And then I moved to Arkansas, and I was like, I'm going to be this person mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Whole this new person. Yep. Someone asked, how do you have a good relationship with your boyfriend's parents? I don't feel like they like me. Why do you feel like that? <laughs> yeah. I always thought Matt's parents didn't like me, but I don't think they've ever not liked me. I think that they just were like, well, it's a high school girlfriend. Why would, you right. know. Right. Don't get attached soon. Yeah. And then as we got older, they were like, oh, okay, she's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I guess I'll invest in, you know. She's stuck Which I think us. was very healthy. They were always so nice to me. But, like, for some reason at, like, 16, 17, I was like, why aren't you investing in me like I'm your daughter-in-law? Mm-hmm. But now, being in my late 20s, I'm like, oh, because right. that, you yeah. You could have disappeared. Yeah, got it. Yeah. And that so, yeah, sense. that's, that's I guess our advice is, like, don't get your feelings hurt if you think they don't like you because it's probably Have some perspective. Yeah, have some perspective and then all you can do is be nice and right. love their son or daughter well and right. live your life. And at the end of the day, like not every in-law situation like your best friends. It's not yeah. always like a movie. Yeah, it's not. You can get along really well and love each other and understand your family. They don't have to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, they're just part of it. But they also can be. Right. You just feel it out. <laughs> we're not giving good advice today. I we're know, like, it can't like be, it not. can't be. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> You're close with Chris's family. Yeah, I am. Big blessing. Yeah. We're pretty close with Matt's family. We're pretty close with family, period. Mm-hmm. Someone asked, how do you finish your water jugs every day? Our gallon ones. The answer is, we don't. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty good about finishing my, like, doing a gallon, more than a gallon a day, but I don't always drink out of my gallon jug. Yeah, neither do I. Um, because I do, I do tea in the morning, so I do a whole, like, a full teapot of hot water in the morning, and I refill my tea throughout the morning, so by the end of the morning, I've had, like, 44 ounces of water. Mm Mm-hmm. 
my tea. <laughs> right. And it's not caffeinated. Like, I just am drinking peppermint yeah. tea or something like that or whatever herbal tea I pick. And then I... I don't know. I just try to keep make drinking water part of my routine. Yeah. My mom always told me, like, water's your gasoline. So drink water or you're like gonna like I've made out. it part of my ritual so like I get mm-hmm. up I make tea I drink tea while I do my hair and makeup I drink tea while I eat my breakfast you know right I'm talking about tea because that's what I'm drinking right now I also drink water <laughs> she only I don't drinks only tea. drink tea someone asks, what are your best flirting tips and tricks I'm the world's <laughs> worst flirt <laughs> like I'm horrible my, my go-to one I mean if you're like it depends on the stage, I guess. But, like, if you're talking to a guy and you, you like, get in his car or something, leave something in his car. Like a necklace or earrings or whatever. That's what I always did. Why? Because then they would see you again. Like, oh, I left my necklace. And that's an excuse for them to see you again. <laughs> oh. See, I suck. I would always do that. I'm not good at that. But you also have to keep in mind, like, I dated people like Matt. I I was not going for the football star. <laughs> Matt was on the math team. Yeah. Like, he would have seen through those shenanigans. <laughs> he would have been like, why are you leaving stuff in my car? Can you please stop? Can this is stop very inconvenient. That? Right. Just be yourself and yeah, float away. I, I, uh, I really think, I don't know. I, I think what I'm on is team figure out how to love you before you try to love someone else. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And I don't know. It's hard. Flirting's hard. I was never good at like, you know how dating really is kind of a game? Yeah, it's totally a game. And I, I didn't. I was good at the game. I wasn't good at the game. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, I wasn't supposed to. There are rules. Right. Like- <laughs> I was good at the game. I manifested every single guy I've dated yeah. into my life. I didn't. But that's okay. It worked out. See, I guess let this be, like, Caroline's great at flirting, and she has a boyfriend that loves her. Guess what? I was terrible at flirting, and I have a husband that loves me. So, like, <laughs> long term, eventually, it will work out whether right. you're good at flirting or not. Yeah. That, <laughs> that would be my response to that. Someone said, I was dating my long ago ex's roommate who's eight years older, and he and I ended things out of nowhere. About a week or two later, we started sleeping together, and now he expects it every time I'm over there. I'm afraid of getting hurt and also not sure what to do in general. Stop hanging out with him. Yeah, don't go over there. Yeah. Remove yourself. Yeah, sounds like he sucks. I don't know. Like, for me, if you don't want just a physical relationship and he wants just a physical relationship, stop hanging out with that person. Yeah, he's not a good guy. And it's going to hurt. Like, it's not removing yourself from a situation when you're used to having that person in your life or they've, you know, been a part of your life for any amount of time. Like, that can be hard. Mm -hmm. But long term, you'll end up ahead of things. Yeah. And you'll get back on the track you're supposed to be on. mm -hmm. And he doesn't need to be on your track, so... Wrap it up in a bow and wish it upon its way. Yeah, ghost him. <laughs> ghost him. I mean, basically, he's, she's going to have to ghost him. Yeah. So. I hate to say it, but, like, ghosting's not the worst thing. It's not. I was, 
I ghosted lots of people. I never ghosted anybody. Yeah, I did. Because I was bad at saying, like, no, but I didn't always say yes. So I was like, ghost is the best option. I'm a ghost. I just don't (laughs) exist anymore. I've done that multiple times. But it's better off, I think, because then we don't have to deal with that, like, heartbreak and get into it. See, I think learning how to say no is better than ghosting. I mean, yes, that is better. But I think that if you have a situation like this where they're not letting you say no, like, you know. Right, you're trapped. That if, if you're trapped, ghost. Mm-hmm. If you're not trapped, learning to say no, I think is really, like, I think it's respectful. Yeah, it is, for sure. I think now if I, like, Chris and I broke up, I would say no to other guys. But in the past, I would ghost. You wouldn't. I thought you were saying if Chris and you broke up, like, that you would ghost. I don't know why. That's why I thought you were going. So I was imagining like Chris, <laughs> like all of a sudden, just like you never responding to another text again. I'm like, that's horrible. <laughs> I would never do that. I know. That's why, that's why I was confused, but that's it's funny. not what you were saying at all. Yeah. What are some red flags to look for on a first date? Oh God. Um, I always looked for like, if they talk about themselves too much, like I want to know them, of course, but if they just go on and on and on about themselves, that's just a huge turnoff for me and like a red flag. I'm like, okay, I'm also in this conversation and in this relationship. So I would say that is mine. Um, I always like think, I know this is really traditional of me, but, like, I always expect the other person to offer to pay for my Yeah, date. I did that Not too. that they need to. Right. Like, I would often be like, no, let's just split it. But, like, if it, it doesn't matter if it's girl, boy, whatever. If they asked you on the date, I think they should offer to pay. Yeah, I agree. I would also always offer, but, like, deep down be like, okay, you need to pay. You asked me. Yeah. yeah I would do the same thing. Or, like, even the door, like, that's always bothering me. I was thinking of that. If we go to a coffee shop and they don't open the door, or if we're just, like, both standing and staring at the door, I'm like... At least on a first date. Like, that's not a forever thing for me. Yeah, But, like, I feel like on a first date, if they're really interested, they should be putting on their, like, very Mm -hmm. best. Yeah. And if that's not in their repertoire for their very best, that's, like, a red flag for me. Same for me. Because if they can't treat me like that on a first date... How do I think they're going to treat me, like, in a 40-year marriage (laughs) or longer? But, like, you know what I mean? 40 years into marriage. Exactly. So, like, just those little things. I mean, I think there are a lot bigger red flags, obviously. But those are, like, little things that I really try to pay attention to. Okay. I don't think we did this one last time. What do you do when a person's into things you may not be, sexual or non-sexual? I don't know. Decide your boundaries. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Set boundaries and then give in on some, I guess, and try it. Yeah. I'm, like, big in whatever it is in life. Like, you might as well try stuff. Right. Um, Like, you you could love it. Yeah. You don't know. I don't know. You've never tried it. Yeah. (laughs) And so I, I think, I mean, you need to have your boundaries. Like, I get it. There are some things that cross lines. Like... If Matt decides that he wants to be a serial killer, I'm not really down with that. <laughs> like, I'm not into murder. And, like, that's a hard... I don't need to try it, you know? Right. 
Like, that's a hard boundary uh-huh. for me. Um, but, you know, like, he wants to start meal prepping for every meal. That doesn't sound fun to me, but sure. Like, <laughs> right. I'll try it for a week. Right. You know, like, yeah. it's just, you kind of have to decide. Those were obviously very extreme. Right. <laughs> like, that was an extreme example. But, you know, if it's a strong boundary, lay down where your boundary mm-hmm. is. And if it's not, don't be a, what am I trying I to say? I don't know, wimp. <laughs> yeah, don't mean. be a wimp. I was going to say goody two-shoe. I was going to say um, wuss. <laughs> yeah, don't be a wuss. I mean, just just try stuff. Right. Whatever. You never know until you try. Yep. Like I just said, let's go for it. Okay. My two best friends started dating each other, and I don't want to end up as the third wheel. What should I do? Oh, no. That. That is life. Right. <laughs> You just have to wish them well, and who cares if you get third Being a third wheel can be lit. Yeah, it can. Like, it can be so fun. Mm-hmm. And so I would focus on that. Yeah, just try to focus on all the positives and be happy for them because, you know. Life never stays the same. So if you're leading your life hoping that you three are always platonic and best friends... And that that's how it'll be forever. Like, life occurs in seasons. It's a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of have to learn to hold on and enjoy the highs whenever, like, for you, a high was everybody being platonic and best friends. Yeah. And that was great. And now they're dating and you're like, oh, no, are we about to hit a low? But you can't, like, stress about the low. You just have to hold on and be like... Well, maybe this could be another high, and if it's not, something else good is coming because it's a roller yeah. coaster. And even if this is a valley, there's another peak coming. Yeah, you just have to hold on to the season and ride the wave. Yeah, because there's really nothing you can do about right. that. Because when they eventually break up, if they do, then that's going to be hard. So yeah, or they're going to stay together and be in love and spend the rest of yeah, their right. life together, which could be really cool. Yeah, because eventually you'll meet somebody, and then the four of you guys will hang out, and it'll be the coolest yeah. ever. So four it's besties. just yeah, you know, you just kind of have to ride the ride the roller coaster, mm-hmm. ride hope the way the best. Alrighty, so that kind of concludes our episode. We hope you enjoyed, and again, we are both apologize about. Joe's mic situation on yeah. our last episode. It's probably somehow my fault. We don't really know, but yeah. I for sure blame me. It was, I could not recover the audio. But again, we are glad that you are with us today and we hope you have a great day and a great rest of your week. We hope you stay safe out there. There will still be a new episode on Monday. Yes, there will be. So keep an ear out. And you can find Caroline at Caroline Selty on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Joe Johnson Overby on Instagram and TikTok, or you can find Middle Ground at Middle, Middle Ground, Ground Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. You can email us any of your questions or episode recommendations, suggestions, inquiries at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. And yeah, we love you guys and we hope you stay safe and have a lovely rest of your day. Love y'all. Bye.